This is Exponent Philanthropy's catalytic podcast, Conversations with Leaders at Small Foundations. Meet some of the most creative, resourceful, and risk-taking foundation people in the country. To gather information to inform their grant-making, many foundations rely on written applications and reports submitted by grantee partners. Some funders, however, are seeing opportunity to make deeper and longer-lasting impact when they take time to venture beyond proposals and reports and talk with people in the field to understand barriers and the bigger picture of the work. Colleen O'Keefe, Executive Director of the Sauer Family Foundation in St. Paul, Minnesota, points out that all grant-making is done in the context of large systems, which encompass nonprofits as well as government agencies at different levels. The Sauer Foundation's grant-making wasn't having the desired impact, and Colleen realized she needed to talk with people who work in different parts of the child welfare system to understand where the foundation could add real value and avoid doing harm. Colleen began to invite conversations with people in many parts of the system, with each conversation building relationships and trust and opening the door to others. She discovered that listening without preconceptions inviting people to step back and reflect, and convening staff from diverse agencies, all of these actions helped people understand the complex system as a whole. Over two years, conversations and convenings ended up reframing and recentering the work on what everyone agreed was the common goal, improving children's well-being. Seeing and clarifying the common goal was a game-changer. The Foundation and its partners could more easily look at underlying causes and focus on prevention strategies. The Sauer Family Foundation could target its support to remove barriers and scale up services that had potential not just to make incremental improvements, but to transform the way children and families were served and address racial disparities. Colleen shares how she reached out and listened and what happened as a result. I think what I've learned in over 16 years of doing this work is that it has to be done in relationship if it's going to be done well. And um, to be in good relationship when you sit in a place of power like we do in these jobs, it has to be looked at as a learning journey. And um, you have to go out and try and meet people where they are and just and listen and um, be curious. I think that curiosity piece is 
really important to, um, it, it would be so easy to sit at our desks and think we know a lot about something because we've read several things about it. But um, the reality is that you have to get out and talk to people because situations are just, you know, they're all different. It's like every family foundation is different from each other. Every person in homelessness has a different story. And um, we can't just assume that what we read and research and what we, you know, read in grant proposals that we can really make good solid decisions for our communities. And so I guess that those are the kinds of things I wanna talk about today. When I came to the foundation, um, I had been teaching. So, um, you know, when in the pieces of work that the foundation was doing around education, I, I felt pretty confident about, um, you know, being able to help the family and guide the family board around those um, decisions. But, you know, then the family, uh, we did some strategic planning and the funding priorities changed. And um, when we got into areas that I didn't know as well, um, and, you know, child welfare is a, is a perfect example because I, I, you know, I've never been a social worker. I've never, you know, had to remove kids from their parents. I, I just had no idea how that system as a whole worked or what it was like to be in those situations. And that, I feel like that was the moment when I realized two things. One, that our work is done, our grant-making work is done in the context of large systems. And almost any grant-making you can name is, um, you know, that it's being done in these big systems. So um, even in education, something that I thought I knew very well, um, I, I realized eventually that I knew my part <laughs> of education, and I, I really didn't know the larger picture of how the education system worked. And um, that became super clear to me when we started funding in child welfare with no knowledge of that at all. And I was so grateful that the, the family board, the Sowers, allowed me to, you know, I just said to them, I need time to learn. And at that point, I realized I really have to go listen to a lot of people from different aspects of this system so that I can understand um, a lot of different perspectives about what's happening. Because I, I feel like as grant makers, if we don't have some understanding of these larger systems, we can be giving grants that may not be doing the good things that we think it is. Maybe there are unintended consequences to, to our grant making. And so having that bigger picture um, and some idea of how it all works together, I think is really important. And, you know, there is a uh, mindset 
that I think we adapt or we adopt, I guess I should say, um, a mindset that we adopt when we go out and we know that we don't know anything about this particular area. And um, it is kind of, for me anyway, it was a sit back and listen and learn. And it's, it's that learning mindset uh, that helped me to get a better idea of this child welfare system as a whole. And it helped uh, build relationships with people because as a funder, when you go out, you know, we go out with this power that, you know, whether people acknowledge it or not, or like it or not, it's part of this role. But when you go out into the community with a learning mindset, that relationship building is uh, can happen more easily. And um, they see you as somebody who truly wants to understand their work. And um, that goes a long way. When I started at the foundation, you know, they were doing the traditional grant making kind of process. We had a um, charity review committee and, um, you know, there were, I don't know, probably 10 people on that committee. And, um, you know, they would read grant proposals. We would get together. And of course I would read them and we would get together and discuss them. And, um, you know, one of the things that this family has been really good about is doing site visits and not just doing site visits, but they tend to volunteer quite a bit. So they volunteer in the community and um, they always have. So they would gain extra knowledge in those ways, just, you know, being out in the community and, and you know, doing the traditional site visits. But, I, you know, once, once they had a staff person and somebody who was dedicated, you know, to the work in a way that they, they couldn't be, and they could see how much more knowledge could be gained by having me out in the community and talking to people and building relationships in the in the community. I, they just could see right away the value that that added in all of the decision making around grants. So, so that I think that kind of started the change. And then when we decided to work in child welfare, um, and you know. I explained this is kind of a big system that's, you know, a government system with some community providers. There's some, in, in our state, it's state uh, supervised, but county administered, which also makes it a little complicated. And, um, you know, I, once I kind of explained this is the larger system that we will be doing our grant making in now, um, and I just want, I need some time to really understand what's the government's role, what's the community provider's role, what does it look like from the family's perspective, what happens to the children once they go into foster care. I mean, they were just, you know, what does the state supervised part mean? Like there were just so many questions that needed to be answered at that point. And the family really, you know, once we had that conversation, they completely understood that. Well, when I started out, I, um, 
again, I just really went out with a curious mind, really. I just was very curious about how the whole thing worked together. And in the in the back of my mind, I was care, you know, the question I was carrying all the time is, what can we uh, as grant makers um, do to help this system do the best work it can do for children and families? Uh, and um, how do we do it in a way that, that um, is not going to have unintended consequences somewhere else in the system. And um, so those were the questions that I, I went out initially with in my mind. But as I listened to people, um, you know, you really pick up on people's passion and their concerns and um, Oh, they're, they're the love for children and families that is underneath what in Minnesota anyway is, is kind of a broken system. We have a lot of disparity issues, um, in our child welfare system, but there are a lot of people that care deeply about getting good outcomes for kids and families and on you know, if you were sitting back and watching from afar, I you might not have picked up on that. And um, it was so good for me to see that, yes, the system is complex and this system uh, needs some transformation. Some people would say it needs dismantling and to start over. But... Um, I think that you work in it differently when you see that there are so many people in the system that truly care and want to do good work. You know, I think that it um, it takes any um, preconceived notions out of your brain. You know, sometimes you go out and you're, you're talking to people and you might have a list of questions that you've prepared. Uh, and, you know, I really went into this system and learned, I think the first couple of, uh, you know, meetings, I went with a list of questions. And then I learned that uh, to not go in with any questions, actually, to just go in with sort of a, a blank piece of paper and and um, try to have an open mind um, and listen to what unfolds in the conversation. And I think that is a different way of being with people than going in with a list of questions on your notepad. Um, I Honestly, I think people would look at my pad of paper and notice that there was nothing on it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I think in a way that it, it settled them in a way that I can't even explain, but it, it helped them understand, I think, that this is going to be um, a conversation that unfolds. And um, 
I, I'm not coming in with any judgments. I'm not coming in with, um, I'm trying to really come in without any, you know, preconceived ideas because I'll, you know, if you read the newspaper or watch the news, you can't help but have some of those things in your mind. But it was just really important to uh, try and, you know, uh, let go of all of those things and go in and, and just truly listen to what this person's experience of that, of the system is. And I think that physically I could see people sort of relax with me at first. I'm sure they're thinking, who is this funder <laughs> coming out? Especially because honestly, not many people fund in the child welfare space in Minnesota because it's, you know, pretty much there's so much government, uh, um, so much of the system is, is in the county and, and state systems. But um, I, I, I felt like people could relax when they realized I wasn't coming out with any um, blame. And I, I think in a system that's as complex as this is, it's, it's easy for people to point fingers at each other. But that's not what I was there to do. I was there to understand and um yeah, I think that we could connect on a different level and um, people could relax. And it, um, it actually set us up for having long-term relationships that um, were different than the kind of relationships that I'd had previously as a grant maker, which are a little more um, transactional. Um, but these are, are more, you know, I was listening for understanding and, and that's different than when you're out, um, you know, because of a transaction that you're making. Yeah. So, you know, as the only staff person for the foundation at that time, I, I would, you know, the board chair, Pat Sauer would, uh, was always available to me to, talk through and she was always very curious herself about what I was learning. And so we would meet um, once, uh, probably once every two weeks um, pretty regularly and, um, and just talk about what I'd heard, who, who I'd met with, you know, what I, what they said, how does that, um, you know, what does that teach us about how we want to do our work? And I, one of those people that really need, I, I like to process things out loud and I like to have someone to, to uh, process with. And I, I think Pat's willingness to um, do that with me and her own curiosity um, and support for the way we were going about our work really was very, very helpful for me. And, you know, as a, as a single staff person in a, in a foundation Otherwise, it gets kind of lonely, right? You're you're really trying to process all of that on your own, and um, so it was great to have Pat there. I could really feel for people who were on the the front lines, so to speak. Uh, I. I um, the understanding and and maybe emotionally the understanding of what it's like to work directly with children and families that are vulnerable and um, 
don't have the resources that a lot of families have. And the um, complexity of that work and um, the emotional toll it can take on people, that was, those were understandings that I could have never received from a grant proposal. And um, that made a difference in how we looked at our work. In fact, it, it was part of why we have a funding area now that's around trauma and secondary trauma for professionals. And um, I think it's that's, you know, partly due to what we learned, or what I learned is being out in the community. And I think, Andy, just to, there is, um, <clears throat> we wish things were black and white, right? <laughs> I mean, we, we wish things were super clear and uh, that we could, uh, you know, just make this, these decisions um, fairly easily. But when you really look at the work that most foundations are doing, it is nuanced work, right? It is, these systems are made up of people trying to help people or help the environment or create, you know, help the world in some way. And all of that is very, very complex. And um, so understanding it, you know, cognitively is important. Also understanding it on an emotional level, I think is also important. Thanks to Colleen O'Keefe for joining us. Colleen's podcast continues in part two. Look for new catalytic podcasts each month. Meet more creative funders. Benji Rue does the audio engineering and mixing. Our website is by Kwok Lee. Our music is by O Future. The Catalytic Podcast is made possible by grants from two exponent members, the 1772 Foundation and the Blackstone Ranch Institute. I'm your producer and host, Andy Carroll. Thanks for listening. Join us next time.